Hello and welcome to The Woo in Food. I'm your host, Marilyn Rosano, and I help women in small business create flow in meal planning, routines, and small business strategies with ease by taking the overwhelm and thinking out of the no-time juggle. Hello, welcome to another podcast episode. I hope my camera doesn't fall. It's just sitting on a box because that's how fancy our setup is over here. Um, So this week's episode, I thought I would kind of go through the top recipe cookbooks, the cookbooks that I'm going to at the moment, I'm leaning towards. I've got a new cookbook that I got gifted um, and a classic. Well, one that I got when I got married from a friend and honestly it is um i still i still reach out to this book and i still make some um recipes from it it teaches me so much so i've got three obviously my cookbook shameless plug but it's not it's like lately i have been going back to this cookbook my delicious af dinners because there is so many one pan wonders in here and there's also recipes that are like some now some later dishes which i'm all about i love bulk making i'm making bulk meals or a bulk base so for example gnocchi i'm not going to go to all that effort i don't like store-bought personally um i mean nothing against it it's just not it's something that when you kind of know how to make yourself you could make an advance bulk make it keep it in the freezer um i always make like bases like pesto and and freeze little portions so they go hand in hand and it saves me a headache on those days that it's just mayhem i've got something in the freezer ready to go so obviously my cookbook um i did a live in my facebook group cooking the garlic smash spuds with broccolini feta and herb salmon um for anyone that's watching this on you know on video form that's a picture of it there gorgeous it's a one tray bake well it's one tray for the salmon feta and broccolini and then another for the potatoes but of course you could like make so many different variations and the whole idea around when i create a recipe it's really just to get you thinking so you might hate broccolini but be like well hey i have cauliflower that works really well you could definitely substitute it. So it's just really about thinking about meals. Um, I did actually make in my Facebook group, I did a live from my other cookbook, my Wondo 10 recipe. Um, there's a recipe in there that I do that's a, a, a bread, a twist loaf. So if anyone is familiar with like Baker's Delight, they do these twists. Um, and I did a variation in the, well, in the book, it's the garlic and chorizo with like shallots um, twist loaf, but I did it with a pesto because I had pesto in the fridge. I didn't want to eat meat. I was like, I'm done. All I want is salad and maybe something nice next to it. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to do a twist loaf. So I've done a live in my Facebook group. Um, So if anyone wants to go watch that. Oh, and I did, mum had made a really nice pork roast and I was like, I'm going to make knockoff KFC gravy. That's also from this cookbook in recipe 13, the knockoff kfc gravy is to i i am shocked with how good it tastes and how close it tastes to kfc <laughs> kfc you know another follower actually read in and said that she's been making my pit my meatloaf with lemon herb orzo like this meatloaf is like none other none other veggies you know herbs flavor it is so good and i make like a tomato passata that goes on top really easy it sounds fancy it is not fancy it's another one tray bake 
really 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 good recipe so stuff like that i've been making on repeat because hello to being time poor and as you guys know i meal plan so when i meal plan i sit down once a week i dedicate a day i write down my meals and for me i generally plan my meals whatever i recipe develop whether it's for you know my blog we will have for dinner that night so i map it out and on the short and busy days whether there's extracurricular activities after school i always make those dishes that are easy um and quick and one pan wonders because i ain't got no time for that so an oldie cookbook for anyone that's watching you can see it here it's a marie claire um cookbook for anyone listening it's called cuisine i don't even know if you can buy this i hope you can i'm sure on the web you can find it what i love about this book so 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 much is that um it shows a lot of for example basics it'll tell you a basic you know um roast so that and then it would tell you the cooking times approximate cooking times for different variations of roast so it will tell you the chicken roast it will tell you a beef it will tell you a lamb and then it will tell you a pork and the you know based on around 1.5 kilos it will give you great stuffings for each one of those great cooking times so it'll give you basics and then a build up off that basic or the base essentially um, and i love that because it teaches you the basics and i'm really sitting on the fence about writing a new cookbook not sitting i okay i want to write a new cookbook and it's brewing and i'm getting clearer and clearer probably by the time this episode comes out i will have known what it is probably not but i really love the whole base and then a build up of that base so i was really thinking about writing a book using like because i know you guys love like how to make ricotta from scratch and then what you can do using that ricotta of course you know you don't want to make your own ricotta it doesn't happen all the time you can buy store-bought the the point is is that i love repurposing and i hate wasting food and when you generally have those kind of bases whether it's a pickled onion what can i repurpose and use and make using that base so that where there is no wastage preserved lemons i was really thinking about okay teaching because there's always an abundance of lemons around right Preserved lemons are amazing, so easy to make by the way, and and no time at all, but it just gives a different depth and flavor to a dish. So firstly, how to make the preserved lemons. Second, if you want to, and if you don't, buy them, but then what can I use them with? Okay, I've got this jar of preserved lemons, great. What dressings can I make with it? I even had an idea of making a lemon, preserved lemon and poppy seed bust cake, you know, at tagines, um, you know, marinades all those kind of dishes using that one base you know another one was like dukkha you guys see me using it all the time it's like a an egyptian spice um how to make it but if you don't want to make it that's fine you can buy it and when you buy it what can i put it with you know can i put it with marinade for some lamb cutlets can i um i can put it on a breakfast platter like so many different ways so this is kind of those cookbooks that i have found for me personally when i've ever got a cookbook and it teaches or it has those elements of a base and then a build up of what to cook with it i find that they are the cookbooks that i go to the most and i'm telling you i've been married now for like 11 years if anyone follows me on instagram would have seen that that i've had this cookbook obviously for 11 years i don't know how long it was around before then 
and I always go to it um, for something. Like there's this beautiful soup that I've got to share with you guys as well. Um, and it's a coconut and chicken soup, but it's tangy with lemon. It's got some capsicum in it. It's got some rice noodles. Some, it's just a hearty, beautiful, light dish. I just, I adore it so much. So that's that cookbook. You could probably hear me flicking through the pages. It even has like bruschetta and then what kind of different toppings, um, compound butter. I love making compound butter and having that in the fridge. Um, it just cuts down on cooking time as well and it can be repurposed to garlic bread to make even just a simple um, pasta with maybe some cherry tomatoes and prawns. Like, it, you know, you don't have to um, just make something and never use it. That's the whole point. I also make there every year, you guys probably see the melting moments that I share, the passion fruit ones. That recipe is from here. I've always given them credit for that. Um, and it just gives you a really good idea because once you get confident with the bases, then you can just look in your fridge and be like, right, okay, I'm going to make a pork roast. Okay, what, what do I have? What herbs, what veggies, what can I put with it? Um, and, you know, make a gravy next to it. Uh, and then cook, cutting down cooking times in different little tips, tricks, and hacks, which I'm all for. Oh, and I hope you guys have made my um, homemade minced garlic. I cannot tell you how much time that saves. It's, like, I probably use a jar a week. So for anyone that's like, oh, I don't go, you will go through it. It is so, and you will use it more because you don't have to sit there and crush and peel it every single time you've got to reach out for garlic. So that's another cookbook, cookbook number two, which is Amari Claire. I'm just having a look. Like, she's even done, like, she i'm assuming it's a she who wrote this so it's probably a team of people um like quiches like the basic short crust pastry base of a quiche and then different flavors really it's all to get the juices in our mind flowing so that's book number two another one that i saw um i was in i think kmart and i saw donna hate now look donna love her like some recipes do not work i have to say i feel like there has been some recipes that quote unquote the pavlova uh sabotaged pissed me off there's nothing worse that pisses me off. nothing that pisses me off more about a recipe not turning out however this book one pan perfect um i flicked through it and i was like do i buy because i don't usually buy cookbooks too often um i don't yeah i just don't i lo find a lot of them um, I don't want them to get into my head too much. That's what I mean. However, what I did love about this book, again, it teaches you a base. Oh, and, and then furthermore, having using that base as a one tray bake or whatever it may be. So things that reached out to me that I loved and um, obviously it got me thinking, my creative juices going was um, she makes pastes in this book. I think, I don't know, there's some Asians... I think maybe a lemongrass paste. I don't know what she called it, but it was a paste and something that you can have on standby and what, you know, you can cook using that with different salad dressings, um, stir fries. I don't know what she's made with it. I'm just throwing out ideas. But I love that concept because reduce waste, easy, because you literally, when you do stuff like that, it's in a food processor. So just bang it in there. Um, have it in the fridge on standby and you can repurpose it and a lot of pastes and garlic and stuff like last quite it lasts quite a while in the fridge you always ensure that you have enough oil covering the surface just so that there's no mold build up um, and it's perfect because 
you know, when you're busy and you're at home, um, you've got something ready to go in the fridge to use to put towards a quick salad dressing. So if you've got, for example, leftovers or you've got pre-cut coleslaw salad in the fridge, you've got some marinade to go with it and maybe some leftover chicken or you could grill up some chicken for the week and you have lunch. You could then take it another level and just be like, I'm gonna make a stir fry. So I've got a few vegetables. I've already got the paste ready to go and just get some noodles and or no noodles and just have a rice dish or you could make a soup and add some coconut milk to it um, and some rice noodles or brown rice and some chicken and, and you have dinner like it's these kind of things blow my mind and I hope they blow your mind too um, yeah she has a chapter on flavor starters so that's generally what it is like comfy garlic and and pastes so I do recommend buying this book um, you know and especially if you are a you know um you know, relatively good well it doesn't matter if you're a good or bad cook it's all about getting confident and learning and experimenting and getting different ideas and learning about different flavor combinations sometimes you think like like i mean i've been cooking for how long and i never thought to make my own minced garlic until my i call her my garlic dealer lisa had put up a post of her husband who had made a batch of and I, I just never came to my mind. I've probably seen it here and there. But once I tried it, I was like, game changer, never going back. Like, amazing. Even like meatballs, different kind of flavor combinations for meatballs and bases and things that you can build up and put in the freezer, whack out and add with these kind of flavor starters. Or even when I did my, I think one of my most, like saved like shared reel that i ever created a video who knows when you're watching this if reels even exist at that point but um reels are short clips right one minute clip of me sharing my one tray bake passata which is just a tomato sauce literally tomatoes in a tray like olive oil you know some fresh herbs like your oregano basil parsley you know one red onion that's been diced some garlic cover it bake it and and once it's soft let it cool down and blitz it and you have fresh homemade look it's not exactly like the nonnas make it however it's great and in an abundance of you know um tomato season and herb season why not batch creator you know and keep that on standby in the fridge so when you make meatballs you've got the sauce ready to go you don't need to add garlic or onions you might need to season a little bit with salt but it's done you've cut your cooking process in half and it's about eating whole foods and healthy and cutting down on the you know um pre-done sauces um i mean look i think pastes i always buy curry pastes i think they're great pastes are okay but it's more just you know the packaged sauces that i get a little bit funny with the preservatives i'm not against them i think that you know in small in small increments is okay um so anyway they're my books that i am kind of leaning towards it is autumn so i haven't got into i do have some winter books that i go to with like slow cooker um dishes that i um i'm always kind of thinking of of making good soup so yeah these are my kind of autumn books at the moment well the marie claire one is my all year that's all the all the time sometimes i'm like oh what can i yeah um and another another book that i have which i don't even know where it is it's the i think it's called the flavor bible essentially it's like uh, you know a dictionary encyclopedia whatever you want to call it where you could look up apples and then it underneath apples it will list off a bunch of vegetables 
herbs, spices, whatever that pair up beautifully with apples. And sometimes when I'm like, okay, I've got, um, you know, oh, now I'm on the spot, all the ingredients in the world. Um, I've got some beetroot. Okay, well, I, I, for example, okay, I'll give you a situation. I was making um, beetroot gnocchi, which I've nailed, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to put that in the new cookbook. Beetroot gnocchi, I was thinking, okay, what can I add with it? I want to keep the plain sauce, but then I want to add something to it. And I was like, yes, thyme, goat's cheese, watercress, like lemon, like all this stuff. Like I was like, yes, that's so amazing. I've got this, I've got, I've got that, I've got that. I'm going, oh, I think that's really good. Some toasted pine nuts and it just worked brilliantly. So that's another flavor combination if you want to learn like, I don't know, go more deeper in terms of what you want to um, experiment with flavors and what goes with what. Cause I know sometimes people are like, I don't know what pairs beautifully with that. For some of us, you know, even some of us that cook regularly, I'm thinking I could just get stumped. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, I feel like that's overdone. What's something different, different, but works. Anyway, that's another episode. Hope you enjoyed it. I would love to know um, what your cookbooks are. What's out on replay, replay on, on your tea table. What are you pulling out and kind of looking at? I'm always interested in new cookbooks. And yeah, anyway, peace out. I will speak soon. Bye. All right, ladies. Thank you so much for another episode. I hope you loved it. And if you did, please subscribe. You can also join the free Facebook community group, The Woo in Food, and find me over on Instagram at rosanos.casa. But until next episode, ciao, thank you, and take care.